3: Good morning. It's 8.30 on Wednesday, June 24th. I'm Karen Brown, and this is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. On today's show...
4: Yet still, we're here today saying this flag needs to go. We have shouldn't have to say that anymore.
3: The Legislative Black Caucus puts pressure on lawmakers to hold a vote to remove the state flag. Plus, calling it a moral stand, Mississippi's Baptist Convention joins a growing number of organizations distancing themselves from the Confederate emblem. Then, after a Southern Remedy Health Minute, accolades for one Jackson State student culminate with an ESPY award. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. Mississippi's Legislative Black Caucus is pressing lawmakers to hold a vote on removing the state flag with the Confederate emblem before the session ends. Gathered outside the state capitol yesterday, leadership told members of the media talks are underway to bring the issue to a vote. Representative Chris Bell, a Democrat from Jackson, says bipartisan efforts to take action on the issue began the Monday after thousands marched in the streets of the capital city demanding change.
5: On June 8th. At 3 p.m. in room 114, nine individuals, a partisan group of individuals, got together to discuss removing the state flag, ways that we can remove the state flag. Armed with the full power and knowledge of how this current flag that we have above us now uh, does not represent each and every individual that resides in the state of Mississippi, we came together to form a common bond to move Mississippi forward knowing full well that there is not a single fortune 500 company that resides in the state of Mississippi. Knowing that we have a large amount of our college graduates to leave Mississippi. Knowing that we cannot even find a decent job in the state of Mississippi as a result of our economic system as well as how we depend on the federal government for our tax dollars. Those individuals worked and formulated a plan. We spoke to the Speaker of the House and the ball started rolling. Each individual was charged with finding individuals that would support our move to vote the flag out of this state. We are not in favor of a referendum. We are all agreed that, that we are all looking forward to us doing our job as legislators, as we were elected to be. We are not afraid to stand up against hate. That flag represents everything that we do not That flag represents everything that the Lord does not represent. That flag has done more damage to the state of Mississippi than a pothole in the streets of Jackson. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to say that Mississippi is ready. We as legislators are ready on a bipartisan effort to to remove that flag.
3: Democrat Chris Bell is from Jackson. For Edward Blackman, one of the House's longest-serving members, the Confederate emblem on the flag represents the state's Jim Crow past and has been used as a tool of intimidation.
4: The legislature, in a building just like this, passed legislation adopting the flag that we are fighting against right now. That flag intended to do one thing, to remind black folk, you have made it yet that the Confederacy still controls your life, your, your livelihood, and your quality of life. And we've been fighting that symbol ever since. Great evil has been committed against our community because of, of that flag. Yes, the Ku Klux Klan adopted it as their flag too. Right. Yet still we're here today saying this flag needs to go. We have, shouldn't have to say that anymore.
3: Blackman also says it's unfair to continue to ask younger generations to defend the flag and the legacy associated with it.
4: Do we need to keep our kids being born and distant to this kind of legacy? It is white kids too. They have to defend this flag, something they know nothing about. Why do they have to defend hatred? How did they, why do they have to defend a, a legacy of slavery when they know nothing about it? They're not bothered, but they'll call upon, tell us, why does your state fly this flag? That ought to end. This should never be, a, unless you're going to the Museum of History, this should never be a conversation again in Mississippi.
3: Northern District Commissioner of Public Service Brandon Presley, a Democrat from Nettleton, attended the Legislative Black Caucus Conference as a sign of solidarity. He says many people his age have subscribed to a pervasive version of history, but hearts and minds are starting to change. I think many
0: uh, of us uh, and many people in Mississippi have have held on to this issue as as in fact uh, we're somehow losing something right uh, that somehow get, changing the flag is a loss. Um, I don't I don't understand that it's it's hard for me to reconcile uh, our very strong Christian beliefs in the state uh, at the same time with dealing with this flag. Uh, but I I can't explain it. You know I think that uh, uh, many th- there is a pervasive untrue. Um, Version of history that unfortunately many people who are my age and and, and a little older, maybe a little younger, um, grew up in with a misplaced nostalgia, right? A misplaced nostalgia, Um, not even at sometimes realizing that that nostalgia is offensive. Representative Blackman said earlier that there have been people uh, in the state that were born into having to defend that and really don't know why they're having to defend it, right? I think that is, I think that is a, a
3: case here. But I think you're seeing hearts and minds change. Presley also says there's a difference between understanding the past and preserving the past.
0: In my opinion, I think there are a lot of folks that I've seen social media reactions saying, you know what, in 2001, I really didn't understand. I, I decided to, to change my stance on that. I think there are a lot of people like that. You know, uh, I said to somebody, I've lived that line in amazing grace, was blind, but now I see. And I think that there, are, um, there is no doubt today. There's no doubt today uh, that we are, we are, it is one thing to, as, as Representative Blackman said, it's one thing to uh, uh, learn from the past. It's another thing to prefer the past. It's another thing to prefer the past. And I think that the flag sends a signal that we prefer that history over everything else.
3: Many Republicans in the legislature prefer the, issue, or prefer the issue of the state flag be settled by another referendum. In 2001, nearly two-thirds of the state voted to maintain the current design over the alternative. Representative Bubba Carpenter, a Republican from Tishomingo County, tells our Desiree Frazier he's hearing from his constituents that they want a voice in the decision.
6: You know, I've talked to several people about the flag, and, and I feel like that our problems in this country is not the flag. I think it's in our heart. You know, until people change their hearts, I don't think you're going to have any. The flag taking it down is not going to stop people's uh, uh, hatred and, you know, things of that nature. I think that's being used as a symbol to say, yeah, yeah, that's. But actually, people's thoughts are in their heart, and their actions are in their heart, you know. And if, if I'm going to be racist, it's coming from my heart. It's not coming from something that I believe in a flag or something.
7: And what is your heart saying? As far as the flag,
6: you know, I'm 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 for letting the people vote, but I, I don't see anything wrong with our flag. I do not, no, ma'am. I think that that flag is flown for, you know, actually, it didn't we didn't adopt it till 2001. The legislator did not adopt it, so that flag flew many, many, many years without being the state flag. So. I, I see, there, I see no need to change it, but I'm, I'm let the voters, the will of the people, and hey, if the people say, let's change it, let's, let's go down the road and do something different. That's how I feel.
3: Coming up, calling it a moral stand, Mississippi's Baptist Convention joins a growing number of organizations distancing themselves from the Confederate emblem. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio.
8: Hi, I'm Jason Klein from Fix It 101. If you ever thought about changing the doorknob or fixing a leaky faucet, some jobs just aren't that difficult. And yes, you can do it. If you want to find out how to do those things, listen to Fix It 101, podcast everywhere.
3: This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. I'm Karen Brown. Leaders of Mississippi's Baptist Convention Board are calling on state legislators to change the state flag, calling it a moral issue. Dozens of board members, past and present, signed a letter asking legislators and the governor to remove the flag with its Confederate emblem. Current Executive Director Sean Parker authored and presented the letter.
8: It is our firm conviction that Jesus is the greatest ethical teacher who ever taught. He is the most humble leader who ever led. He is the most sterling example of love and truth, who ever walked the face of the earth. And we believe that His death on the cross and His resurrection from the dead is the most vivid exhibit of His love and His truth. And therefore, we follow Him as our Savior and as our Lord. And in light of our understanding of His teaching, this statement is offered from the Mississippi Baptist Convention Board. It has become apparent that the discussion about changing the state flag of Mississippi is not merely a political issue. While some may see the current flag as a celebration of heritage, a significant portion of our state sees it as a relic of racism and a symbol of hatred. The racial overtones of the flag's appearance make this discussion a moral issue. Since the principal teachings of Scripture are opposed to racism, a stand against such is a matter of biblical morality. Jesus' ethical teaching calls us to rise above the precepts of this world to demonstrate a higher treatment of others. In Matthew seven twelve, he taught us to do unto others as we would have them do unto us. In Matthew chapter 22, verse 39, he identified the second greatest commandment as loving your neighbor as yourself. It is therefore apparent that the need to change the flag is a matter of discipleship for every follower of Jesus Christ. Currently, 38% of Mississippi is black, and many of those Mississippians are hurt and shamed by the historical symbolism of the current flag. For those who follow Christ, to stand by indifferently and allow this to exist is inconsistent with both of these clear teachings of Christ. This reality calls those of us who follow the Lord to stand up to help our hurting neighbor. And the application of this stance, in part, calls for a change to the current flag in order to mitigate the hurt that its symbolism entails.
3: Ken Hester is the pastor of First Baptist Church in Pontotoc and current president of the Mississippi Baptist Convention. He tells our Kobe Vance removing the current flag will help Mississippi Baptists better serve in their mission.
2: I think Mississippi Baptists are going to be Mississippi Baptists whether they change the flag or not. Uh, our message is clear. Our message is that Jesus is the way, the truth, and life. And no man comes to the Father but by him. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish by everlasting life. That has not changed. It, it, that was before today. That, was, that is the message today, and that will be the message tomorrow. Um, does it help? I think I think. Uh, hopefully it helps. I hope we do those these kinds of things um, to help get that message out. And, and that's the reason why we do what we do. So I hope it does help.
1: And y'all, Have you all been in contact with any of the legislators to talk with them about y'all's concerns yet?
2: Uh, there's been conversations, not personally with me, but uh, they have conversations with other people. I mean, that's a whole lot of people that signed that document. And so and I'm sure they have somewhere down the line. Somebody's been in conversation with some legislatures and, and encouraged this, no doubt.
1: And so, what do you think this can do for Mississippians? Uh, like it was said earlier, a lot of Mississippi's population is African American, and they see this as a as a symbol of hate. And then you have other Mississippians who see this as a symbol of pride and uh, heritage. Where do you think this is going to? Um, what do you think this could do for the uh, Mississippi Baptists as they see this uh, stance? Now,
2: I, I I think I, I think it's going to bring Mississippi Baptists together. I hope it does. I hope Mississippi Baptists say, you know what, that's right. And uh, that doesn't—that's um, not going to deter from the history that is there, and and, uh, um, and and those that cherish the history, I think they can steal the parts of the history that are good, uh, that are wholesome. Uh, they can still cherish that. But the parts that are bad, and that are evil, uh, I think it may bring that to a realization that hey, you know what? not everything was great about that and here's some things that were really awful about that and and maybe they can see it with some honesty and some integrity um hopefully um mississippi baptists will rally together and um and say that man racism's wrong and uh we're going to reach the world for jesus that includes mississippi all of mississippi not just a certain population of mississippi which means that there's some things that we have to you know we have to some sins we have to apologize for, you know, I think, and for me personally, and I think um, that we can, you know, embrace the future, just like Dr. Future said, embrace a new Mississippi. That's what we need. It's time.
3: Ken Hester is the current president of the Mississippi Baptist Convention. The conservative-leaning majority white Southern Baptist group has more than 500,000 members in the state and more than 2,100 churches. Leaders say the call to remove the flag does not represent every church in the denomination, but they feel the majority holds this same value. In recent weeks, more businesses and organizations have taken public stances against the Mississippi state flag. The Southeastern Conference, home to the University of Mississippi and Mississippi State University and Conference USA, whose membership includes the Southern Miss Eagles, have both stated they will not schedule conference championships in the state while the current flag remains. The NCAA also took a strong stance, disallowing postseason play in any state that flies the Confederate emblem. In the business sector, Sanderson Farm CEO has warned of national boycotts of Mississippi products if the flag controversy continues through a public referendum. Hancock Bank CEO John Hairston told Mississippi today he believes if the issue goes to the polls, it would compromise the state's ability to attract businesses. Yesterday, Walmart announced it would no longer display the flag at its stores. Despite the pushback, Governor Tate Reeves says the issue is one for the voters to decide, often referencing the 2001 referendum that upheld the current flag. Coming up after a Southern Remedy Health Minute, accolades for one Jackson State student culminate with an ESPY award. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio.
8: Since 1970, MPB has been there for Mississippi. Mississippi. And as we look back on 50 years of service, your support is the reason we're still here. Now in a time when reliable news and information is more valuable than ever, show your support and help us continue this work. Visit mpbonline.org today and give. So for the next 50 years, we can keep Mississippi as our mission.
1: no matter if you use an app to start your car or still have a flip phone. Everyday tech can decipher today's technology for tomorrow's solutions. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app. I'm Dr. Jimmy Stewart, professor of pediatrics and internal medicine at the University of Mississippi Medical Center, and this is a Southern Remedy Health Minute.
4: What do you think
1: about diet colas? Diet drinks were developed back in the 70s and 80s just because of all the sugar content that are in regular sodas. So it's a lot that you get in a can or if you drink even larger amounts of that. Now you can get 16, 20 ounces, And certainly if you're going out to eat at a fast food place, uh, there's a lot of sugar. People have been very concerned about these artificial sweeteners in a lot of those diet drinks, they've been attributed to everything from cancer risk to diabetes to lots of different things. There's not a whole lot of data on that. I think it would depend on how much you're drinking. Say, okay, am I drinking a six-pack or a 12-pack of diet drinks a day? Maybe I can cut that back. But uh, there's not a whole lot of evidence that, you, that they cause cancer. Uh, most of it's sort of anecdotal, and the studies aren't really designed well to, to give you the power to see, you know, if, if they really are causing the cancer or not. There's so many other things, you know, in our lives that cause cancer. Two of the biggest ones that are things that we can change is what we eat, particularly higher fatty foods are directly linked to cancers. And then the other thing is exercise. So if you can do both those things, sort of cut out the fat in your diet eat a lot of fruits and vegetables, and exercise, you can cut down your risk of cancer a whole lot. And then if you want to have some of those diet drinks on the side, hey, that's okay. It's probably not much of a risk for you. For more health tips and medical information, listen to Southern Remedy each weekday morning at 11 on MPB Think Radio.
3: If you ever miss one of our locally produced shows or want to simply hear it again, You can find what you need at mpbonline.org or download our podcast app to your smartphone. MPB programming is on your schedule at mpbonline.org.
5: State, he's at the score state. This is his first time playing for the Tigers this season. Jonah 38 James. seconds to go. Jonah James We're trying to get it to him. Jonah James gets it to him again.
4: Here's Max with three.
3: Max busted Max. Max the break. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. I'm Karen Brown. And that was Thomas Lee making a three-pointer that since March has shot the Jackson State University student into the national spotlight. That light continued to shine Sunday night when Lee was awarded an ESPY for favorite can't-stop-watching moment. Thomas Lee joins us to discuss that memorable night and how he's taking advantage of the attention.
7: Originally probably about two years ago, me and my coach often joke about giving me an opportunity to dress out with the team one day. So I stayed on when we often joked about it in my last year of college. He, he afforded me the chance to be able to go out there and play with the guys.
3: And you got out at the um, Jackson State was well ahead of Arkansas Pine Bluff. Uh, you went in with, what, two minutes remaining in the game? Right. And you missed the first three shots. How did that feel? Was that was that discouraging or did it motivate you more?
7: It motivated me more. I knew I would get one to fall, so I was going to keep shooting until I had made one. My teammates gave me the confidence, so
3: I knew that eventually I would get one to fall. You knew that you were going to make one? Right. Did you know you were going to make a three-pointer? Most definitely. <laughs> really? So you made a three-pointer, which erupted into this reaction that was just over the moon i mean everyone was so excited and happy for you how did you feel when it was nothing but net
7: i felt great i felt all the you know love and support from all the fans and all the supporters that was in there the energy was high my teammates and coaches were excited so it was it was a special feeling
3: who posted the clip online i did and how long before it started racking up view after view after view
7: Probably about that same night, it started to trend. So I kind of figured that it would get more popular as, you know, the days went on.
3: And how long did it take before it truly was a viral video?
7: Uh, The next day.
3: Really? That quickly? So Sunday night pretty much culminates into something huge. You win an an ESPN award in the category Can't Stop Watching moment. Who was your competition?
7: It was about sixteen contestants. Some memorable ones was uh, Simone Biles, Anthony Edwards, and it's, it was a lot in the, in the poll that I couldn't really remember. But it was a lot of talented people.
3: Did you think you'd win?
7: Well, I had a lot of confidence going into it. I knew I had the support, so I figured that everybody came together that I
3: would have a great chance. What did it feel like to win an ESPY? It
7: feels great anytime you can win a award like this. Kind of like the Oscars of sports. So it's always a uh, a pleasure to be an elite company. and Be able to pull off the win.
3: What happens now? Now that you've won that huge award, as you said, it's like an Oscar. What happens now?
7: I'll continue to build my brand and continue to network and you know market myself and continue to find different avenues and ways to remain productive.
3: And what do you mean by productive? What do you want to do? Anywhere from
7: coaching to putting out uh, basketball content. It's a lot of different avenues that I have in plan that I'm, I'm currently working on. And I, I just, you know, just stay humble home throughout the process.
3: You've uh, also talked about helping other people who have low self-esteem. Did you have low self-esteem before getting into this?
7: Not at all. I just used it to few others to show them that they can do it as well, you know, with how I look and everything like that, and just showing showing that, you know, you don't have to look a certain way to do what you want to do. You just have to keep pushing, be the time.
3: So you want to be a coach, perhaps, or or other plans. And have you gotten a lot of offers or certainly outreach since Sunday?
7: Uh, some I can't speak on. A lot of them I can't speak on at the moment. But it's definitely some opportunities um, that are in the mix.
3: So something's going to happen for sure.
7: Most definitely. All
3: right. Well, we sure congratulate you. What a great honor to win an ESPY. And congratulations on that three-pointer that you made back in March and everything that's happened since, Tom. Thank Snacks you so much. Lee. I really appreciate. It. This has been Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. Thanks for listening to the Mississippi Edition podcast from MPB News and MPB Think Radio. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already, and if your app lets you, leave a comment or review. We really do appreciate it.